this but I'm awake so just some weird night like near a little after midnight I think I was up uh it's a little after two now I'm still up but yeah it was weird like I, I had some like edibles of course and I went to you know, I just had this candle on, and I was watching the shy, and I was like, okay, like, I'm gonna start the next episode, and then next thing I know, I woke up, and it was still paused, and I saw this candle going, and I'm like, let me just blow out this candle, um, but some reason, I was like, the last thing I remembered thinking was, like, I was gonna get some snacks, and so I went, even though it was like midnight, and I got some snacks, and I was like, okay. Um, like, I kind of wanted to, like, study something, because I was trying to um, just study something this week. Um, like, one of my friends brought up something about um, Egypt, and or something that was, like, vaguely relevant to Egypt um like earlier this week and then it's kind of been on my mind um especially because the Jewish daily readings are are now in the book of Exodus so it's like three weeks into the book of Exodus and um yeah there's a lot of Egypt going on in that in that section of the Bible so I thought it was cool and it was funny because, like, there was a passage that was just for that specific day because it goes by, like, how, what portion for what day. And then I was like, oh, I'll just, like, see the first, like, few sentences. Like, I wasn't going to, like, dive into the whole thing. And it had, like, a, a theme near, like, midnight. And, like, so I was kind of listening to this one guy talk on it. And then, you know, I started just listening to this other guy um, doing, like, I think it was Nazir. Nazir, like, he was talking about, like, the Talmud passage about Nazir and, like, how um, people could say that they are one or not. Um, like, the process of becoming one and, like, the way you word it, word the process of becoming one. So I think what Nazir is about is about people who want to be a Nazarite, uh, taking that right of the Nazarite where they take no um, wine and I don't know what else, but um, I think they don't have any wine um, and they don't, I think they don't cut their hair maybe. Uh, so they have like it's like an oath that they take and um I guess there are people who still do that it's like a really ancient tradition um but yeah I know there are people who do that so um yeah it was just kind of interesting and then 
the earthquake happened during that part, like, I kind of felt an earthquake, like, rolling, like, you could, like, hear it, but because we live on a highway, there's always these, like, trucks, and so, like, um, it was kind of interesting that I was awake for that, and, um, because I was just up, because I just woke up, you know, a little after midnight, um, so that was kind of interesting, but, yeah, like, like, when I first woke up, I was reading this, uh, um, one of my good old faves, um, I'm a fan of Hava Time, and, um, they have, um, um, so there's a new cycle that started, um, Uh, this week and so it was interesting the one I read today um, but I wanted to go through the other ones too um, so the one that I read for today was for um, the third day and the topic is reasons why Lashanhara is so terrible. And there's three reasons they give. And it says when people speak slash listen to Lashanhara, the Satan gets the ability to prosecute and the heavenly court gets the right to listen to sins. Uh, the second point is Lashanhara damages the potency of prayers and Torah learning that comes from the mouth. And the third one, Lashonhara, is a habit that piles up many sins very quickly. And so, okay, I'm going to look at the next two days as well. Um, the day before that, um, for day two, it says Lashonhara is a, sorry, I haven't read these yet. Lashonhara is the primary sin we need to rectify to merit redemption because, one, it caused the current exile, two, the Lashonhara of the Miraglim is, uh, the Miraglim also caused the exile, three, Lashonhara prolonged the Egyptian exile, for the Torah curse Lashonhara sinners and five a bail Lashonhara is equal to a kofar and it says see safer for elaboration so there's another book attached to that um and let's see for the other one it says Chavaz Chaim daily 29 Tevis if your information is not, it just kind of starts, sorry, um, it says, if your information is not firsthand, you can say it if, and there's a condition, it says, there's some conditions, number one, the listeners know that, and will make more serious inquiries, and two, they won't break it off because of you. Um, it says the Chavez Chaim concludes 
is safer by saying that the main idea is to think before you speak. <clears throat> There's a lot of interesting points on these. Um, but um, it's just kind of confusing. So basically, all this whole, all this lush and horror stuff is like social expectations. Um, like of how people should, according to this, these writings, like uh, discuss and study like communication with like community pretty much for the most part. Um, and so, um, uh, so basically it's saying that if you're talking about somebody and the information you have is not firsthand, you're allowed to say that information if the listeners know that and will make more serious inquiries um and I don't really understand what Tevis means I think it's a time period because 29 Tevis and then it says new cycle one Shavat. So I think Tevis is a time period. Tevis is over. The new cycle started on January 22nd. Um, so these are the first three things that that new cycle says. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that first one isn't like super, super clear to me. Um, the second one talks a lot about like Jewish history, about Lashon Hara and um, how it's related to different exiles um, uh, I don't know what coffer means and the one that was for today basically it said um, reasons why it's it's not a good thing. Um, basically, people have different beliefs about Satan or the Satan here. Like in Hebrew, it's Hasatan, which is like the Satan or the adversary of man. So it's like that being gets to, gets the ability to prosecute. Um,. So basically, if people are, like, gossiping or talking trash about each other or listening to it, then somehow that gives Satan the ability to prosecute and the heavenly court gets the right to listen to sins. So does that mean that if if it's not being spoken in that way, then other people don't get the right? Then other... I don't understand. That the that the beings in heaven, potentially angels, wouldn't have the right to listen to sins. Um, uh, so I don't know. I don't understand how how someone would find that information out. Um, I mean, I'm not, like, challenging it. I'm just saying, like, that's an interesting concept.
Um, I mean, I've already heard a lot of information about um, heavenly courts and, you know, um, I think in what I've, what I was taught once, I remember one or maybe multiple like youth pastors or so saying this traditional belief that if you get um like basically if someone's praying and they pray out loud about some kind of sin that they committed if they're praying out loud then satan understands that versus if you're not verbally praying out loud then satan wouldn't know so I don't know if this is along those same concepts, but that's the only thing I've ever heard of or learned that this sounds anywhere near similar to this. Um, and I don't know exactly if either of those are necessarily biblical. Um, if they are, I don't know. It's, it might be in some obscure place. Um, or some poetic, written in some poetic way. Um, so for Lashon Hara to be damaging to the potency of prayers and Torah learning that comes from the mouth, um, like, that's another kind of supernatural thing that's going on. Um, and Lashon Hara that is a habit that piles up many sins very quickly like i know everyone has different beliefs about you know satan about sin about things like that um you know i'm not here to be like oh condemn people but um i always find it interesting like these types of writings to be interesting um because i think once we start getting into concepts they're talking about like sin and satan and heavenly courts and all these kind of things um it's kind of in this other supernatural place where it's like this other type of of uh like concepts that are um definitely controversial um, I think that there are, like, the major ones that people almost worldwide, you know, um, believe in, at least to some extent. Like, most people believe that you're not supposed to kill. Like, most cultures aren't really like, oh, yes, go ahead, kill everybody that you want. Like, most cultures aren't like that. Um, I mean, there's usually some kind of rules and restrictions about you know, how you treat people, certain, certain people, uh, usually are getting more respect or a lot of respect compared to others who are still supposed to be treated with respect. Like there's still usually some kind of concept of like being respectful, um, and loving, um, so it is kind of interesting, you know, once it starts talking about sin, it's like, depending where, what angle you're coming from, like, sin can mean almost anything. Um, I, I found it interesting once, 
um, we had these, I think a lot of people have seen them. They're like these, uh, Bible, Bible, I don't know what they're called. It's like a, um, like something to get people to think more about prayer or something like that. And it's, uh, basically it was like a million dollar bill um, cause those don't exist. And it was, it was basically a fake, but realistic looking million dollar bill. And you would give it to people for free. And on it, usually it said some kind of weird thing. Like, um, I think it was like, we are something like we are all sinners. And then have you ever done this? Or have you ever done that? Like, have you ever lied? Have you ever cheated? Have you ever stolen? Like common things that like people do. And then it was like something along the lines of, you know, you can be forgiven by, you know, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and praying that you want to be a Christian or something, something along those lines. I don't really know. Uh, But I think the purpose was to kind of get people to think about you know, the things that they've done to try to convert them or have them kind of renewing their faith if they were already converted at at one point in time. Um, and then basically it's just an interesting, um, an interesting kind of concept to have that. Um... kind of sorry it sounds like somebody's like walking around I think it's bass from outside um but yeah people kind of uh would use those to try to get people to you know, think about their religion or whatever. Um, but I mean, I remember like somebody was like, I don't know how, like the approach was like, so like abrupt. And there was somebody standing there just like calling everybody sinners. Like you're a sinner, you're a sinner. Like, and one other guy gets mad. He's like, I'm not a sinner. Like, (laughs) And the guy's like, have you ever done this? Have you ever done that? And, like, all these kind of questions. And he's like, you're a sinner. He's like, I'm not a sinner. Like, everyone kind of has, like, a different definition of it. And, you know, it's always kind of weird when people want to call other people sinners. It's like, it's such a weird thing to see happen. It's like, whose business is it of, of theirs? But, um... I don't know, like, I feel like there's always this, like, approach that people maybe know naturally what it is, but I kind of play with the idea of, you know, what's the difference between sinning and kind of, like, in psychology with, like, ego defenses, like, what's the difference between sinning and things that result from ego defenses 
Like, for example, um, you know, a lot of time when it comes to gossiping or even treating somebody badly or, you know, something like that, usually it comes from some kind of an ego defense. Um, It usually comes from, um, like, uh, I guess it's like an unconscious process where the mind pretty much is trying to protect like parts of itself that aren't perceived in a good light necessarily because some people say like with theories that are related to um like humans being like communal creatures and needing like community and groups to survive and ultimately you don't want to make a bad impression to the point where your group or your crew or your tribe or whatever is like not thinking well of you you know you probably wouldn't get the best of resources you probably wouldn't have access to relationships with um, the best types of people or access to, like, you know, interacting with them. And that could be problematic depending on if times are easier or harder. Um, and so just, like, historically speaking, I guess that's kind of the idea is that, you know, the ego kind of protects um, oneself from looking bad basically or tries to protect from looking bad either in the group or to one's own self um to protect yourself from thinking bad about yourself basically um because pretty much anything that is on the list of dealing with like sins like if you take the Ten Commandments, for example, like, I think the first four have to do with, like, worshiping God, like, about the idols, the, um, not taking God's name in vain, uh, keeping the Sabbath, um, let me see, um, I don't know if I got all those right. Let me see. Uh, oh, yeah, not worshiping idols. That's the second one. Um, and then from there it goes... Um, hmm. I kind of have to do it in order. Um... Uh, so I guess it's like honoring your father and your mother, um, not killing others, um, uh, what did I say? Um, oh, not committing adultery, um, not stealing. Uh, not lying, 
and not coveting. And I guess those are the ten. But, I mean, people can debate about even all that stuff for ages. But that list isn't really that extensive. Like, just on the surface, it's like, if you're doing anything outside of that, then it would be considered a a sin if you're doing any of those things um, that it says, like, not to do. Um, And I don't really know how much of that actually applies to most people today. Um, I would say most people don't do most of those things. Like, some of the spiritual-related things, like... Um, like Sabbath or keeping, like, you know, not worshiping idols or whatever. It's like, I don't think, I think that depends kind of like what religion you actually are. But otherwise, I feel like most groups of people around the world kind of agree with the same topics. Um, like just about like generally what you teach your kids, like... I feel like most parents want their kids to be respectful towards them. Um, Most societies don't tolerate stealing and murder. And um, there's usually some, not all cultures have like issues with, you know, uh, marital, I don't know what you would call it. Because adultery, I know, is kind of a term that's used, like, in the negative connotation. Like, one person's married, and they're sleeping with another person. Basically, somebody's sleeping with a married person. Um, But some cultures, that's not necessarily frowned upon. Um... And some of those cultures do seem like they're able to manage that. Like it's a part of society and it doesn't seem like it causes massive issues. Um, Yeah, I think coveting would be one that's a little like maybe not too many cultures are really too concerned with coveting. But... um, Yeah, I think greed would maybe be attached to that a little bit too. But it's just kind of interesting because I know like the reason why I'm mentioning all that stuff is because when things start talking about like sins and stuff like that, I know that a lot of times when people aren't like into religion, you know, that is probably a really big turnoff point Um, because nobody wants to be like getting blamed for stuff or being called, like, a sinner, and all this kind of stuff, like, nobody's really into that kind of, uh, um, way of, uh, like, nobody really likes that kind of an approach, um, 
And so, so I would say that, um, uh, I'd say on my end, it's not too common that people are, like, talking too much crap about too many people, like, I did actually have an experience pretty recently where some of that was going on. And, I mean, it was also, like, people were drinking. So I kind of am like, ah, taking things with a grain of salt. But there were a couple times where, you know, people were saying stuff about somebody's mom or um, saying stuff about some other person that have, like, some racial comment, um, and stuff like that, so I don't really know, um, like, I don't really know, I, I've never had a problem with those people specifically, um, but I also didn't get up and walk away, um, like, one of the people was, like, way more confrontational, and they confronted the other person anyways, um, and so that was one thing, but I guess the other person was, you know, talking from, like, a past experience that I wasn't a part of, and I had, like, no awareness of any of this kind of thing, um, it was basically, like, there was somebody it wasn't introducing themselves to certain people at the party and some people got offended by that so I didn't think it was a big deal like I wasn't really in the mood to meet more than half the people there so I could see if somebody doesn't want to introduce themselves to everybody I mean to me it's like it wasn't that, it didn't seem like that big of a deal, um, and, so, yeah, I would say that's always interesting, I had, like, another weird situation where one of my friends said that I had told them that another couple of my friends were married and they kind of like dropped my name and they were just like oh well this is what that person said and then we're all just like sitting at a table I'm like why would I say that they were married like they're not married you know like I said that they they got a house together and that they're they're in my eyes they're practically married because this person kept asking me I think um about when they were moving they were kind of asking me um about other people moving it was either when they were asking about moving or about some kind of an engagement related thing I can't remember but I remember them saying that and I was just like wait I never said that like I see those people all the time why would I just randomly say that they're married when I know that they're not married and then they're like oh maybe 
maybe you know like oh yeah you said this other thing instead and then like you know one of my other friends was like you know thanks for like spreading all my business and I'm just thinking like oh my gosh like that wasn't I wasn't you know like but it's like that's what I'm like oh these guys like but I know that it was like a whole teasing thing like everybody was just kind of like you know like it wasn't like a serious topic or whatever but I kind of wasn't into that I was kind of not into somebody being like oh so-and-so said this it's like dude don't bring me into this like I don't even know what you're talking about but yeah like it was really a little awkward it created like a little bit of an awkward situation in my opinion um but then it's kind of like one of those things when it's like I don't like being in those weird positions where people think I'm like talking crap about them because usually I'm not um and those people I don't talk crap about them and I don't want them to think that I do so it was just kind of a weird situation I was like why why would somebody say something so off the wall and I was sitting right there like we were all sitting like right across from each other at a table so it's like it was kind of more of like a laughing point where we were just like what is going on like I never said that but um it's just kind of weird even when somebody brings up something like that that's like subtle and it's not even like a bad thing if I say like oh that that somebody has a house together and they're practically married like that's not like a negative thing to say about somebody but it's still really awkward if somebody brings it up and is like oh this person said this about you or another thing that I find awkward which is kind of neither here nor there but um if you ever meet somebody and then you know like say if you introduce like a date to like a group of your friends or like you introduce you know um a date to like one of your cousins or something and then the cousin or your friends are like oh like we've heard so much so much about you like that is always like the weirdest thing um, I always feel like that's the weirdest thing that people can say when they first meet someone is like, I've heard so much about you. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, it just is weird sometimes. Cause then it's like, well, obviously then that just shows that like, I've been saying something, but it's like, sometimes it's interesting if it's like a date or something like that. And then somebody says something like that. Um, but I know it's meant to be like a good, a good, nice thing, but I do find it a little awkward sometimes. I'm like, dude, this is weird. Um, but I don't really know. Like, it, it's kind of like a common saying, but I think it does kind of put somebody on the spot. Um, and it can be a little bit awkward because then people are like, oh, what did, what did, what have they been saying about me? And it's just like, oh my gosh. But, yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, But I would say, yeah, usually people start saying things when they have, like, their own kind of maybe insecurities going on. Um, And, you know, one thing that I find kind of difficult is... um, like when there's 
people who always want to know information about other people. Like, as a person who usually is hanging out with, like, different groups of people um, who a lot of them know each other, it makes it a little hard. Um, Sometimes there can be a little bit of pressure from people to be like, oh, like, what's this person up to or whatever. And it's like, um, like, there was one person that somebody was asking and I was just like I said like one sentence like oh they're okay they're working at this place for like um however many hours a week or whatever and then I just said I can't tell you anything more and I basically just left it at that I was like I can't tell you anything more and so I didn't really um I don't know, like, I didn't really, like, want to get into things, but, yeah, I could tell, it's those kind of situations where, you know, people always want more information, or, like, um, yeah, even when people are asking, like, oh, like, who, who's, gonna make it to the event like who responded and then like I think there was a certain point where I was saying like there were a couple people that I hit up that just like didn't respond uh so I kind of just took it as a no but then also like the group I'm with there they tend to be really dramatic about things and like oh so that means like this or that and like they kind of make it a bigger deal than it is and it's like that is not what I said but (laughs) I don't know, that kind of stuff kind of worries me, even though I know we're all joking, it's just like, it does get to a point where I'm like, with all the sarcasm and all the kind of like, just like, people taking things to another level, and then somebody else at another side of the room overhears somebody saying something else, and then takes that conversation out to a different group of people, and next thing you know, there's some weird rumor, but, um... Yeah, like it's it I do think one thing that's hard about catching up with people is that kind of fine line between like um what you know about who and you know it I feel like I feel like I'm not that comfortable with people asking me questions about other people. Like I feel like if they have their number they should call them and shouldn't ask me and I feel like it's always weird to try to catch up with with friends when they want to catch up about other people who aren't really there and that always leaves me kind of in this weird uncomfortable situation but um yeah like I'm kind of trying to figure out like like what the heck like but yeah it's just kind of funny though like like all these topics like I like the these types of topics um I like the Chavitz Chaim stuff not the most but I feel like it's one of the more applicable types of things to read because it's not like so out there um I mean I like this kind of stuff like talking about like how people talk to each other and stuff like to me that's kind of fun um I do want to get 
into a little bit on the history of Egypt, but, um, yeah, so I guess it's late, and that's it for now, I don't even know if I'm gonna post this, but I guess, I guess we shall see.